Check one, two, check one, two, check one, two. Miami on the Rocks, Casey Chops. We are here. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at MIA on the Rocks. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, Miami on the Rocks. Got some news going to roll out soon, so make sure you stay tuned. Today's guest, my brother, I've known him since high school, at least 15 years. I've seen him build a business from absolutely nothing to what it is today. We're going to get into that. This is going to be a serious conversation. Um, I got my brother Mike Martinez in here from Eat Clean. What's up, bro? What's up? How, how you doing? How, how you feeling, bro? Feeling good. You good? Look, yeah. It's fucking pandemic, man. How are the vibes? How's your mental? How's your physical? Um... It's actually going, you know, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. Just you got back from a little vacation. So yeah. I'll, you, you know. did the Tulum like everyone else, right? Yeah. Damn. Everywhere you went into down there, be like, where are you from? Miami. Miami. Yeah. Every once in a while, sprinkling in New York, but every, everybody was. Everyone was, was from Miami? Like Miami went to Tulum. All right. So I think you're the first person where I could actually get a gauge on like how Tulum was. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how was it? Like, it, was it overrated? Did it meet your expectations? What, would you mm-hmm. go back again? I'll go back. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was, it good. was like, um, well, it depends. Like, there was, like, it, it wasn't like a club vibe. Mm-hmm. It was more like you know, had nice restaurants, mm-hmm. beach, chill, like a, a good spot to get away for three, four days. But not like, if I wanted to go somewhere and go crazy, that, that wouldn't be, you know, yeah. I wouldn't go there. Yeah. Okay. So it was more like a, you were on the beach every day type shit? Like, just... Yeah, beach, beach, yeah. chill type of thing. That's, well, I, that's how I was when I went out there. You yeah. know, maybe there was some spots I didn't know about, but for me, it was chill, you know, chill vibe. I mean, you've been with me to Colombia a couple of times. How would you compare it to Colombia? Is it, is it Colombia is way better. Way better. Way better. Okay, say no yeah. more. Say no more. Because I've been thinking like, should I go to yeah. Tulum? Like, should I, and in my head, I'm thinking like, to, in my head, I don't know why it feels like Tulum is like six hour, a six hour flight. Like it's by Cali, but it's not. It's literally right there. Like. An hour and a half. It's an hour and a half. That's crazy. Yeah. Like going to freaking Georgia, bro. But yeah. ugh, damn. So, yo, for the people that don't know, for the, everyone's into fitness now. There's a lot of people that, that are into the meal preps. You own and are the founder of Eat Clean. And how long has this business been around? A little over five years. Five years. And I remember yeah. you, the inception of this. You started it from the very beginning, bro. Everyone's doing meal preps and getting, you know, healthy food. Because how many customers are you at right now? So people could hear from the beginning. We got about 750 a week. 750 a week. So, so you, and, and, and this is a, a million dollar business right now, correct? Like last year we brought in like 3 million, 3 million. Okay. So, so now the people know, listen, now we're talking about the inception. This is five years ago. So it's very difficult to, to, to conveniently eat. Like if you don't like cooking like me, it's, it's annoying, right? Cause it's, first of all, it's annoying to cook for one. I'm a bachelor. I live, live by myself. So it's very annoying to cook for one person. I feel like I'm not a person who cooks. Maybe you could relate to in that sense, right? Yeah. Are you, I can't cook? cook either. No. I can't cook. Some people think I'm a chef. I can't. <laughs> I can barely cook eggs. Yeah, word. I can make toast yeah. and yeah. So, so what inspired you to to start this company? Where were meal prep companies didn't really exist in 2015 when you started it, right? Like, talk about there, how and, and you didn't cook and you said you started, you know, wanting to eat healthy. So, where did where did it start for you? Like, there there there, there was a few, but okay. it wasn't they. It wasn't like how how it is now. You know, people were you know, doing it different ways. And, um, you know, it just, it, it started off with, with, um, having, having a friend that was a chef mm-hmm. and then, you know, he started off cooking for me and him. 
mm-hmm. and then people just wanting it. And then um, like friends, family coming over saying, oh, can I have w- one of those meals? Mm-hmm. And then it transitioned to like, like, hey, I think we can make a, um, a business out of it. I didn't know anything about business at the time, mm-hmm. but I just knew that you know, healthy food was in. It mm-hmm. was convenient. People wanted it. My friend could really cook. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, let's 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 go ahead and, and try it out. Mm-hmm. So we went from there to a um, you know a, a kitchen space where we would rent hours in, in Miami. Like we would okay. rent like say 10, 15 hours a week. And how many? Okay, before you get to that, to the kitchen part, how how many customers did you start with? Because oh. the name was what was the first name? It was Physique Cuisine, right? Yeah, and that was <laughs> the that was the inception, bro. Yeah, and bro, you know what's crazy is it remind me to show you. I have like five of those lunch boxes that say Physique I don't even Cuisine. I like see them. Really, like bro. I'm about to sell those on eBay, bro. But, but, um, so how many people, so you like, all right, people are going to want to, you know, are going to want to enjoy this healthy food delivered to them. So how do you, do you get the kitchen first or do you try to find clientele first or what happens first? Well, I knew I like, um, my, my, my friend was, was cooking. Mm -hmm. I, I, I knew I could get customers, you know, Mm -hmm. I was, so I I was, I was like, we got, we just got to get a kitchen. You know, mm-hmm. we get a kitchen and I knew we were going to use, you know, Instagram to try to promote. Back then it was a lot easier to promote on Instagram. It was a lot different yeah. than, than it is now. You know, back then somebody posted a picture, you know, it would, you know, the, the phones would go crazy. The algorithm was was chronological order. Now Instagram has messed with the algorithm to where they want you to pay to be able to get your own followers to see your post. It's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. But- so it was it was way different back then. So it was... um we just, you know, we, we paid for hours at the kitchen. We would always go over our hours. There was always an issue. So we moved to a, a little bit of a, where we didn't have hours no more. We mm-hmm. just paid and we were able to go into a, a bigger kitchen when, whenever we wanted. But it still wasn't our kitchen. So how many customers did you have at this point? At this point in the first kitchen, we went in there with like six, seven customers. Okay. We didn't even have 10 customers. It's oh, like, you know, sorry. we started from zero. We had styrofoam containers. Like when you go to a restaurant, you get a leftover. Yeah. That was, that oh, was, that was the container back then. So we went from, we had about, once we got to 30 customers. And hold on, let me stop you real quick. How many customers are you at right now? So people could hear from the beginning. We got about 750 a week. 750 a week. So, so you, and, and, and this is a, a million dollar business right now, correct? Like last who, year we brought in like 3 million, 3 million. Okay. Yeah. So, so now the people know, listen, now we're talking about the inception. This is five years ago. So you start five years ago, you have seven customers, you, you get a kitchen and you're paying hourly and you have food in styrofoam, uh, leftover boxes. Yeah. And, and then what happens now you got to figure out how to cook the food, deliver it to the people. It can't get stale, right? You got to find a way yeah. to package it. Yeah. Well, we, we had a lot of trial and error, a lot of, um, you know, there was, there was definitely mistakes made um, a- along the way. Mm-hmm. One thing I um, realized was that there's, there's, there's going to be mistakes, mm-hmm. but if, if you listen to the, to the customer they'll, and, and, and you work at it right away, you can, you can fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, and as long as customers know that, you know, you're, you're, you're working with them, like, mm-hmm. like you're going to fix whatever issue they have, they'll, um, they'll um, stay with you. You know, that, that was real important for me. I, I answered the phones back then. So when somebody mm-hmm. called, I was the guy answering, mm-hmm. you know, so I would immediately, you know, like I, I would get in my car and drive to them with, with, you know, a brand new meal. If there was, wow. if there was a problem, you know, like me losing a customer back then to me would, would like ruin my whole day. And, and so we, we moved to the, to the um, next kitchen in, mm-hmm. in Miami. I don't want to go too fast in the story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure I hit every part of the story. So okay. how, how long were you at that kitchen for? The, the first yeah. kitchen? Okay. Well, we, we were actually cooking out of, um, out of my mom's house. Mm-hmm. 
And then out of um, one of my best friends since we grew up, um, Dennis's house. Okay. So we were we were cooking out of the house until we got to about 15, 20 customers. Okay. And then we went to the first kitchen that you're referring about where we rented, rented hours. Now, okay. Now you get, like you said, you get this first kitchen. Are you, how are you doing deliveries? Do you get some lunch boxes now? Or are you like, all right, we got to put these in coolers or how, how did that d- we, d- the delivery process work? We, we started off delivering in, in plastic bags. Wow. And you Regular were leaving you can't, and you can't leave. Pla- you, you obviously figured that we, out, right? Like yeah, we, we can't knock leave. at the customer's door. We would have to wait for the customer. And okay. we realized like, you know, this is not sustainable, not sustainable. So then we started ordering the, um, the cooler bags and mm. putting ice packs in the bags and leaving it at the customer's doorstep. So the food would stay good six to eight hours if they, if they weren't there. Okay. So, yeah. so you're at, you said 15 customers with this, with this new kitchen. Now, now what made you get upgrade again and make, get a bigger kitchen? Was it you had more customers and, or what made we, you? We were starting to get some more customers, but what also happened was that the first kitchen we were um, getting hours from, we showed up there one day and, and, and the, the, the doors were just locked. Nobody was allowed to go inside. I don't know if they didn't pay the the rent, the mm. mortgage, whatever happened. Mm-hmm. So in that same day, we had to call um, a friend of mine that he, um, his parents had a big house with a big kitchen. Mm-hmm. So we called him and we said, and we're like, hey, you know, can we use your house? It's, you know, without no warning, we can't even use this kitchen. And we had to just go to his house, you know, cook the food there. We were up to like five in the morning, then I had to go deliver, didn't get home until about nine or 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, and mm-hmm. that was just one example of, you know, little, you know, obstacles. Yeah. Obstacles that, that you had to overcome. So from there we knew, Hey, we got to get, we got to go somewhere else ASAP. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we looked around online and then we found, that's when we found the, um, uh, next location that we were at. Okay. And, and is this another rented kitchen? Like you don't, you're not, is it, you're, you're sharing it no. with other chefs? Yeah. Sharing it with other, with other chefs. Wow. And how many customers are you at, at this point? This point we're about 35, 40. And, and as far as marketing, this is just spreading through word of mouth. Um, yeah, we're not doing any marketing yet. Just, you know, maybe g- giving people some some free meals to post on Instagram. Okay. That was it, it. It's funny because like when you started this, bro, it, it, your approach was you, you kind of approach it like if you were promoting a club, you would get like these <laughs> IG models to like you would give them free food and they would post. But they, they're yeah. the ones with the followers, you know? Yeah. And who was like the first one of the first IG models you could remember? One of the first girls that you were like, you know what? Let me give you some free food, post our stuff. The first... The first one that we that we paid money to was um, Aisha Marie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that was um, and because what what I noticed was everybody would would talk about like like oh did you see this girl on IG? Did you see this girl on IG? So I was like when when they talk about those girls on IG, I, when they pull them up, I want them to see our food. Mm-hmm. So then we started, you know, that's why we started, um, you know, you using them to, to, to advertise. So that your first year, I'm sure you, you're going through hell, just learning the business, right? Obstacles and what coolers you can use, like hiring delivery drivers, right? Like, yeah, no, that was, that, that, that was the logistics part. The deliveries was the biggest nightmare because you would have a driver, you know, these, these drivers, it's, it, it was, um, ex- extremely part-time to them. So they would, you know, and it was our boys. I feel like, right. When we started, like, the, the ones that were our boys were, were, were good ones, but sometimes we'd have to venture out and hire somebody recommended from somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then they might not show up or they would show up late 
or they would, you know, there was, there was always issues with that, but like mm -hmm. anything else, you know, through trial and error, you know, we, we would, we would start to learn to better the process. But in the beginning that, that was the biggest nightmare was the logistics and, and delivery wow. aspect of the business. And, and, and it's crazy because you're the founder of this business. And like you said, 750 customers, $3 million last year, and you've done everything like you're the equivalent of, you did the janitor's job, you know, like you've delivered yeah. food, you've done it all, right? Yeah, like, I've, I've done it all. The only thing I haven't done is cook. I've never cooked, I cooked the pancakes and the waffles. But I, I, never, <laughs> I never cooked chicken, steak, none of that. So you got your boy cooking at this point and, and how are you going about designing the menu? Like what, what, what is the variety of food? Are you delivering twice a week at this point or is it just once a week or? Um, twice a week. Okay, twice yeah. a week. So you've always delivered twice a week. That hasn't yeah, changed. Always twice a week. And what is the food, what is the go-to foods at this point? How? It's just what, cause now you have it to where they could customize their own, their own menu, what they want to eat. And, yeah. but before it was like, you get what you get, right? Yeah. You, you, back then you couldn't select your meals. We would just, I would, I would listen cause I was answering the phone. So I'll listen to the meals that customers liked and the ones they were complaining about. If they were complaining about a meal, I would take it off um, the mm -hmm. menu. I always had, um, I would always work with whoever is the chef on the menu ever, ever since the, the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I would, um, you know, work with them and, and cause I would have the feedback from the customer to try to make, we would make a menu, um, you know, every, every week. Mm -hmm. And I, I always put my feedback on, on it for the menu. Yeah. Shit. So, okay. So how many different things do you have at this point? Like your first year, are you like, what is it just like maybe f four different items or are you switching it up a lot or every, every back then it was, it was like the wild, wild west with, with the menu every, the day before we had to, we would have to post a new menu every Thursday. So Wednesday we would literally sit down and we would just write down menu items. Mm -hmm. Like me and him would just sit down and just write down what are we going to put on the menu for, for the um, following week. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, it was, you know, it, it was crazy. And we would just write it down, um, post it on the website and mm -hmm. boom, that was, that was our menu. Wow. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I look back, I'm like, I, I don't know what we were thinking, but uh -huh. the, the thing is, to be honest, any, I look back at myself back then, I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, you know, I didn't you were know learning as you go, right? I learned everything as I go. I never, I, I didn't graduate from business school. I mm -hmm. didn't, you know, I never worked. The only time, my only job was when I was uh, 15 years old, I worked as a busboy mm. at an Italian restaurant. I never right. had a job like learning from somebody. But the one wow. thing is, is, is I knew that like, I, I I'll do whatever it takes to try yeah. to be um, you know, su successful at it. That's how I was with, with anything. Right. You've always had up. that hustle, bro. Like, yeah. and which, I mean, I always use this expression, bro, with businesses. It's kind of like you, you just jump out of the airplane and build the parachute on the way down. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? You figure it out as you go. That's the like, best way. The, yeah. the, the best way, the number one thing I would, I would, um, recommend whenever someone's starting a business for the first time, mm -hmm. they never start off with, with like funding. They never start off with money. That mm -hmm. was the number one thing. Cause I had to learn as, as I went, cause we started with, I started with $3,000 I had in my savings account. Mm -hmm. So we put that to buy the food and whatever. And from there we just had to learn like, like, okay, this is how we're going to budget. This mm -hmm. is how much we're going to be able to spend on labor. This is how much we're gonna be able to spend on food. And, mm -hmm. and it teaches you to learn the, um, how much you're going to budget for, for each aspect of, right. of the business. If you, I've seen other people, they start off with a bunch of money and they don't learn how to budget anything. Mm -hmm. and, and then they blow through the money and, and they're, you know, and, mm -hmm. and they just, it, you know, it doesn't yeah. work out well for them. So, you, okay. So let's say after the first year, okay. We so, were just, well, when did it change to eat clean? Like six months into the business or maybe about the, nine months into the business, nine months. Okay. Nine months into the business. And when you made this name change, you didn't really see profits yet. Right. Prior to the name change. No, right. at all. 
but you saw like what it could be at this point. Yeah, I saw. I, well, the main thing I saw is that is that people, it, you know, people liked it. People liked okay. having food delivered to their home. Okay. People liked enjoying a healthy meal. Okay. And and I and I knew that you know I was gonna figure out the rest from there. Okay. So how many how many how many customers do you have nine months in once you change the name? Would you say? 35 or 40. It's crazy to think about 35 or 40, yeah. And I don't think we had 50 at that at that point. Damn, bro. And what's crazy is that it must it must have been really annoying in the beginning because you cover the Tri-County, like, you know, from Broward, but you delivered to Dade, you delivered to Palm Beach. So like with 50 customers or 35 customers, I would imagine that the delivery driver would have to be driving everywhere. One meal gets uh, 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 a $10 meal is getting dropped off in, in Pines. Then he's got to go all the way to Kendall. Yeah. Did, did you face like, you know, like delivery routes and shit like that? Or like, yeah, no, that that was the, the biggest issue. Why okay. it was it, because my whole thing was was some people will say it's wrong some people will say it's right but this is the way I did it we weren't saying no to any customer a customer okay. wanted to pay the price for the food. You lived in Boca. <laughs> you lived in Lake Worth. You lived in Kendall. Lake Worth, you did. Yeah, we yeah. we 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 were gonna get you the food. If I had to deliver it myself, I was gonna do it. But yeah. but they were gonna get the food, and we were gonna get the customer. Because I always believe if we can get that customer, we'll get more in that in, in that, that area. area. Yeah, I see other companies now. They'll say, you know, coming soon to such and such area. Once we have. 30 customers in that area mm. for, I mean, and that might work for them, but for us, it was, it was, we're, we're going, you want to yeah. order, I'm going we'll to find a way to get it to you. We'll spend more on gas than, than <laughs> yeah. the actual profits that we're making. And we weren't making money off the ones that were far away, but yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't care because I knew in the future we would, you know, it would be profitable. Yeah. So damn bro. So, okay. So a year goes by, you got 35 customers and, and you're still answering the phones at this time. How many employees are there? Is it, it's just. It's um, it's you and how many people at this after one year? We have about four or five working in the kitchen. Okay. And then I would say about, we only had two or three drivers at that point. Okay. So you're like under 10 people working. Oh for yeah, you, for sure. For the first year delivering meals twice a week to about 35, 40 people. Okay. So now I'm sure you're at the point after a year where you're like, all right, we got to figure out like a website, right? Like this has to work digitally at some point. Right. Because before, was it a website or they would call in their meals like um, we, we always had a website. Okay. But the website was I, I didn't realize until later the the importance of not just a, a website, like developing a, a whole system but behind the website. At this mm-hmm. point, the website is just you can go there, you can place an order and you can look at the menu. That was it. OK. Yeah. So it's very simple, you know, very simple, plain website that, you know, we, we mm-hmm. uh, made ourselves pretty much. OK. Damn, bro. So, okay. So a year, you got the website, very simple, 40 customers. What's the next challenge after a year? Like try to bring yourself back to that after that first year. What is, what is the next thing? What's on your mind? Like, how do you, are you focused on marketing? Like just getting new customers? Is that the. Yeah. Well, after the first year we started to go, um, like it started to really start picking up. Like we changed the name to eat clean. And I think it was November or December. And then in in January 2015, we had um, we we got a big. It was uh, Chris Chambers, the wide receiver for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. He owned a, a gym in Davie, mm-hmm. and he had a bunch of uh, um, combine athletes that year. Mm-hmm. And you know, he um, I used to train there before I started the business when I was playing basketball. So he said he was like, "Hey, I know you got this business going on. Can you handle giving these 30?" you know, 25, 30 combine athletes meals every week. They have to be on point. 
I was like, yeah, yeah, we can do it. Meanwhile, we only had 30 or 35 other customers. So this was going to like- Double, double you up. Yeah. Wow. Double, double the, um, the business. Plus it was January and you know, people are all in their health and fitness mode in mm-hmm. January. So we, we took them on, instantly doubled overnight in, in wow. January. And then we had a, a rush of other customers coming in. At this point, we had about um, two or three um, people with a following on Instagram posting as well. So everything was just, was, was, was starting to- Growing exponentially. Yeah. And, and I'm sure like during the Chris Chambers deal, you must've had an epiphany like, wait, I could have 30 customers in one location. Like this saves yeah. me delivery time and gas. This saves me- so many resources, right? So yeah. at that point, are you thinking, let me try to get into like office buildings and try to like drop 10 meals off to, to one location or? To, to be honest, at that point, I was just thinking about, let me get through this week. And then the next week, let oh, me get okay. through the week. week. Yeah, week by week. But at this point, now we're starting to make money. Okay. So every week I'm looking at the bank account and it's, and it's getting more, more and more money, but I'm still doing a lot of the stuff um, myself. I'm still answering the phone. Um, I'm a lot of times I'm bringing the meals to the, to Chris Chambers Mm -hmm. is, um, Jim, I'm still doing, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, little stuff, Mm -hmm. but we're, but we're starting to make money. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was, that was good. Um, and we were just, you know, building, building from there. And Mike, so we could, so we could talk to the young entrepreneurs coming up. Um, and we're very transparent on this podcast. I want to give you your props because you've always throughout, you know, building this business, you've always remained, you've always l- continued to live modestly. Like you've never splurged. You've always, uh, I would assume being your boy that you've always put most of your money back into your business, right? You've yeah. never really, is is that something you've, you made sure that you did? Like you took, you know, how did you control yourself not wanting to, take the money for yourself because this is your your company right so how do you know how much you're going to pay yourself and how much you're going to put back into the business how did you learn that you know what i'm saying like budgeting you know what i mean like did you look up to other you know did you get advice from other mentors or other business owners like yo how much should i be paying myself how much should i put back into the business how do i like deal with all this money you know what i'm saying how do i keep my employees happy how much do i pay them is this something you just learned as you went? As, well, I, I always make sure the um, the um, staff is taken care of first. Okay. And then for for myself, you know, I make sure I can I can I can live. Especially back right. then, I was making sure you know I had food, etc. Mm-hmm. But but beyond that, I, I've always you know growing up in and and playing sports, you're kind of you know you you have like a like like a competitive nature. So I'm I'm looking at at other companies that they're getting big investments that we're not getting. You know, they're getting millions of dollars mm-hmm. given to them from investors or you know uh, venture capital firms or whoever mm-hmm. and we're not getting none of that mm-hmm. so i was like i was like uh so the way i'm gonna go around that is 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 i'm as i'm just not going to you know i'm, I'm going I'm to invest in myself yeah yeah so i mean there, there was a certain point in time when 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 i when i had an option i was living in um in, in pines in an apartment it was it was a, a nice apartment mm-hmm. and then i moved from there to live with um with one of my boys into into his mobile home for like a year. Oh, hold on, Lee. See, yeah. oh, yo, Mike. See, this yeah. is why you're cut from a different cloth. I want to stop there because now you're bringing back memories. You have a successful business, right? And I'm sure you could live, like you said, you were in Pines. I'm sure you could live because I did this too as a DJ, right? Like we're mm-hmm. at we're at a level to where we could. If you wanted to at this time, you could probably go to Marina Blue and Brickle, 
you know what I'm saying? And and, and spend $1,800 a month on rent, live on the water, you know, tell the women, yo, I live in Brickle, I live in a sky rise, a high rise pull up. But yo, you just, you were so humble and so focused on building the business that you decided to move into a mobile home and sacrifice that, right? Yeah. That's from, that's cut from a different cloth, Mike. Now now let's be clear. If you're just tuning in, this business makes, you know, make $3 million yearly. (laughs) So he's got 750 customers, but he lived in a mobile home, y'all. Like that's to be, you know, admired, commended. Like, so, okay, let's jump back into the story, bro. Now you're moving into the mobile home and are you hating life or you're just kind of locked into the business, right? You're just trying to build the business and, and I mean, people that, pe- people that have known, uh, well, people that see me sometimes on, you know, see me out or see me on social media, they think like, like I have to, because like, like, like when I go out to eat for like, you know, on a Friday night, mm-hmm. I might go to a nice restaurant, you know, like I like mm-hmm. nice things just right. like anybody else. Right. But, but, at, but at the same time, I don't like, like if I don't have the, the nicest thing at that moment, I'm not, you know, it, it, it doesn't affect me. You're not going to force it. Either. Yeah. You're not going to, you're cool yeah. to live below your means and yeah. pick and choose when you want to splurge. And, and at, at this point I was, you know, I wasn't home much. So I basically go there and sleep. And one, one of my best friends, um, was, was living with me. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, you know, we, we were always, you know, have, having a good time. It was never, you know, I like, I didn't look at it like, oh my God, you know, I, I got to go back to this place. It was, it, it was fine. I never had my family come visit me there. Mm-hmm. Like I never had my mom, you mm-hmm. know, my mom was living in LA when she would come back in South Florida. I wouldn't have her go there, mm-hmm. you know, or anything like that. To me, it was just, it was just part, part of the, um, the process. Like I said, I was seeing these, com- these other uh, competitors getting these huge investments mm-hmm. and I was going to find a way around that. You know, mm-hmm. so that it was just about keep putting money in into the business, knowing that it was going to um, you know pay off at a um, later date. I, I have tell some, me some mobile home disaster stories. Okay, I got I got I got a big mobile home disaster story. <laughs> so I'm I'm out in um and this is after like E Clean is rolling at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, E Clean is rolling. So you know, girls see it on many customers. Now this is we have hundreds of customers now. Okay, this so, is like the third year in or like. Three, three and a half, okay. some uh, uh, around there. So you know, and and people are people are, are familiar with it. So I'm, I'm out at a uh, like a bar club type place in Miami, and and these two girls they, they were hanging out with me and my friends, and when we were leaving. It was, and it, they're they're thinking you're Mike Martinez from E Clean, like yeah, you must be so, so in that brickle high rise, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're thinking you know I'm balling. With <laughs> so so I'm um I I leave with both of them. Mm-hmm. And, and we go to, we, we go, we get something to eat at, uh, I think it was Denny's or something like that. We didn't eat clean that night. We were eating, we were eating mm-hmm. at Denny's mm-hmm. and we go from Denny's to the mobile home. And as soon as we pull into the complex, they're like, <laughs> they're like, this is a trailer park. So, so I was like, I, I just didn't say anything. I was just like, Oh, you know, like whatever this is, this is the, um, after party. So we pull in to the place. As soon as we get in there within two minutes, within 120 seconds, Uber's called. I was like, I was like, why, why are y'all leaving? They're like, they're like we're we're not gonna hang out in a um, trailer park. <laughs> I was like, I was like, so you you want to hang? You, you'll hang out with me when I'm at a you know a club type place and we have uh, bottles of liquor, mm-hmm. but you don't want to hang out with me in a um, 
you know, and, and the mobile wasn't wasn't mm -hmm. bad and inside it. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't like, you know, like yeah. it had a nice setup. Right. You know, but you don't want to hang out with me here because it's not a, you know, a high rise right. in, in Brickle. And meanwhile, you're probably you, you own a company and yourself is probably worth more than the dude who's living check to check in the Brickle high rise. You probably got mad bread in the bank. You're just being super smart, living below your means, focused on your business. And yeah. so we we're talking about earlier, bro. The scammers are messing up the game for us, bro. Yeah, they're, they're just out here just splurging on these girls and these girls have no idea that <laughs> these dudes are worth nothing they just have cash flow coming in and they're just these 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 women in miami they, they should ask the guy what is it you own you don't necessarily need to own a business mm -hmm. but you should own something whether it's stocks whether it's an apartment right an investment property you know everybody should be you know trying to own you know you know you know something be, you know and 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 if you don't own something you should be trying to own some facts for me, yeah. I mean, I'll be transparent in my story. I was in a similar situation to you to where I'm at the, you know, making mad bread DJing and I could spend 2000 a month on a brickle high rise, but I bought a freaking one, one for 45,000. I saved up, you know, $45,000 and I could have splurged. I could have lived in brickle for three years at this time, but I saved up 45,000 and bought cash a one, one across from like by the hard rock from an old lady, like an old vieja. And I lived in a shitty ass place below my means. But guess what? I'm not paying rent. I'm not paying anything because I own it. Now, at this point, since I'm not paying anything, I'm saving this money to renovate it. So then I save up another 25,000, renovate that. And long story short, you know, something like a pandemic hits and I'm straight because I own this and I don't have any rent. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So and, like, and, and, and you own something. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, like before... Before I left the mobile home, I actually owned a house before I left. Like, like a, oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was an investment property in St. Louis. Um, oh, I a, remember. Yeah, a, a good friend of mine was Shout doing. Out to a yeah, Meat was doing real estate over there. Mm -hmm. So he told me he's like, "Hey, you know, we're getting properties for a good price from the auction, and I have money saved up. See, because when I was living in a mobile home, I still had money. Right. I just wasn't spending it on a brickle high rise right. or you know, you know, something like that. Something I would have been renting." So I, I invested that with him. And then at that point, I was like, I was like, okay, you know, I have an investment property, the business doing good. Now I need to, you know, um, take care of myself. And then mm -hmm. I went in and got out of there. Okay, so Mike, when was the, f what was the first, I mean, you've always splurged on like, you know, vacations and things like that, but what was the first thing that you bought where it was kind of like your first time like splurging on yourself? I, I went crazy on, um, on clothes. I got okay. like four or five of Balenciaga's, Okay. Um, some Gucci shirts, and but you were was, living at the mobile home at this point. No, oh, no, okay, okay. no. So like, I, like I, I got out of there, and then what? What? What I noticed was, was that I got the clothes, and you know, I liked it. You know, when you go, when it's always you're always gonna feel good when you come out, and and you know, you're looking good, and you're gonna feel good about yourself. But I, but I realized something. I was like, I was like, this is nowhere near as satisfying as when I put something in to my to my business mm. that I'm seeing grow. Like, like for me personally, everybody's different. But for me personally, there's no, there's nothing more satisfying than seeing the, the business expand, seeing, you know, get, getting more employees, seeing people that, you know, I, I have one guy, he, he worked for me. This guy's, uh, he's about, he's in his forties. Mm -hmm. He used to, he started off making $10 an hour. This guy now Hello? has, wow. this is like in the beginning, like four mm -hmm. or five years ago. He now makes, um, a, a, I'm not going to say his salary, but he has a wife and kids now and he's able to support all of them. Like, like something like that is, is, is very satisfying wow. to be able to, pr 
to you know have something where you can pr- provide that elevate for someone's life, bro. Yeah, and he was able to prove his loyalty to you, making ten dollars an hour, what it is, and I'm sure, yeah. and and now you're taking care of him, right? Like yeah. you're making sure. Well, he he worked with us, and then you know he he left. You know, he okay. was back and forth a couple of times, but but we saw he he was a good guy, and he um and he worked hard. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, to be honest, in the beginning we were paying him ten dollars an hour, and mm-hmm. it wasn't enough for him. But mm-hmm. you know that was all we had in in the first year, mm-hmm. and so he left, and then you know as we grew, we mm-hmm. we 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 said all oh, that you know this guy is good and he was loyal. Now we can offer him what he wants, and then we were able to um, get right. him back. And now he's 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 one of our main chefs. You know, we wow. have three main chefs, and you know he's he's one of them. Wow. You want to shout out names like the the chef's name? You want to shout out anyone? Jose, on the team? my Sh- guy, Jose. Shout out to Jose. And um, I don't think you answered the question. How do you? Where did you learn how to? You know, like pay employees and like how, how to how how much you could pay each person like did you sit with an, uh, an accountant obviously and kind of we, I, I had an accountant that um it's it's his his name we got to give a shout out to him his name is brett landsman he's okay. located in cooper city okay he, he was amazing helping me but also i didn't mention this in the in in the second kitchen we were in mm-hmm. there was another company that was doing a similar service so that that guy from the other company um he uh his name is ash later on he uh, brought his customers to to eat clean, mm. and you know, like you know, he he joined Eat Clean, right? And he he was a guy that had the the reason I worked so well with him was because you know he he was older than me by about twelve years, and he had that corporate experience that I didn't have. So so he was the one who who you know took certain things and gave me advice on hey you know and we we should pay them this much this is what 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 we should do you know and I actually learned le- learned a lot from him you know and, and okay. how to he's very very organized you know everything he does is organized he's still everything with you? he does yeah he's still with me to to today so, and he has like a corporate structure to everything he does would you consider him like your right hand like for your, sure your, yeah oh. him him and his brother his brother is, is our web uh, developer. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and he, he runs the, the whole kitchen, but he mm-hmm. still gives input on, you know, what, what's going on as far as how much we're going to pay for an employee, how mm-hmm. we organize certain stuff. You know, he, he, he's helped me out a lot and, and, and the way they, how good of a job they do, it, it motivates me to do, to make sure I'm at the top of my game all the time, mm-hmm. because even though I'm the one that started the company, I, I don't look at it like, you know, you're the boss. Like, no, you're no, the, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't look at it like that. Like, you know, if, if I'm making a mistake, they're going to hold me accountable just as I would hold, hold them accountable. And I, and I like it like that because it makes all of us stay at the top of our game, you know, mm-hmm. all, all the time. Wow. Okay. Damn. And how many employees do you have now? Well, if you include drivers, we have about 25 drivers. So they work, you know, only hold on, two Mike. days a week. Oh, damn, Mike, hold on. So you, uh, all the drivers, you have 25 drivers and they pull, all pull up to the kitchen. 25 no, drivers. No. Oh, how we, does this work? We, we have, we have, um, we have uh, refrigerated trucks that pick up the meals and deliver and take them to Orlando and Tampa that have drivers over there. So we have drivers in Tampa. Okay, let, I, okay hold, I don't want to, uh, okay, let's not get to the part where you're expanding to other markets. We're still just yeah. in South Florida right now. Yeah. And let, let's say what, like year three, you're still in South Florida? Yes. Okay. And how many how many drivers are running routes at one given night like three years into it three years into it probably 15 around okay. 15 and how do you figure out like the routes like what driver you're going to send to you just oh my god back then it was crazy back then it was now we, we have a software where we just okay. where the website puts the, you put in all the addresses put and in it, all the addresses and i just click one button and it creates all the routes in like five seconds fire yeah but back then we literally would have 
an like Excel, a map, like a freaking. <laughs> we, we would use Google Maps and do an Excel sheet and give a customer a list of addresses and a list of names, and they would have to go there. And and that that was all I knew back then. Yeah. But but through doing research, I, would, I was always like, wait a minute, there's got to be a better way to, yeah. to do this. The process was awful. And we looked around and we saw, hey, you know, let's, you know, we, we can create a software that can, that can, you know, expedite this process, you know, and, and, and do it. And, that, and that, that's where I started to learn the, um, the um, tech side. Like there, there's a whole, like eClean, there's, there's a whole logistics side and a mm-hmm. whole, you know, you know, tech side to it. It's not even just about food. Like the food is the easy part. Yeah. The, the logistic and tech side was, was the tough part you to said get down. You had to create the software? Yeah. Like there was no software that existed at this point. So it was, it was, it was Ash's brother had like some, some softwares that were, you know, similar, mm-hmm. but for exactly what we wanted to do, there had to be, you know, the modifications to it. Mm-hmm. It didn't start from scratch, but there had to be, you know, several right. modifications done to it to create it for, to, to do exactly our type of routes, our type of business. Because one thing people don't realize is meal delivery services were not around, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Right. So you can't go to office Depot or, or go online and and purchase a, a software that you know you you download and that's what you use for your business. Right. You you have to create a lot of this stuff from from scratch. Damn. So having like a, a web developer is is extremely key in, in, in this business because there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. So you want a lot of things uh, automated and you got to create it yourself. You rolled out this company with with you know it's called Eat Clean where where obviously you put integrity first in the food, right? You want to make sure the food is of quality. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure restaurants go through this and businesses go through this where I'm sure pe- owners and, and, and managers are like, yo, we could probably cut corners on the integrity and kind of downgrade the food in order to maximize profits. That's how corporations mostly lean. Right. They start to give yeah. less. They start to care less about the integrity and more about profit margins. Right. So they, they'll downgrade the customer's experience. Can you talk about that? Have you ever like been faced with a decision like, damn, bro, I could get this chicken, this cheaper chicken. It's not as good, but I can make some more money. Like, how do you? All the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you get that kind of stuff all the time because food cost is the most important cost in, in any restaurant, food business um, there, there is. But what, what separates a lot of people, I believe, is that there's always a way to 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 give the customer what they want at at the right price. No, 99% of the time there's there's a way to do it. You just as a business owner or an executive or manager whatever it is in the business is your job to figure out how to get that done. Give the customer the quality and what they want and mm-hmm. figure out how to do it at the price and the margin that that you need. Like for example, I'll be transparent about about what what we did. So, um, our food cost was, was, was high and, and we wanted to, to get it down, but there was no way me, anybody that knows me knows there's no way I'm going to cut a corner with the, with the um, quality. Food quality. So like at this point, is it like organic chick? Like how, how is it? All, all the chicken is, is uh, antibiotic free, free okay. range chicken. Okay. You no, know, we use uh, grass fed beef. Uh, all the seafood is fresh, Dope. wild caught. Yeah. You know, we, we make sure to use the, um, the good stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but so to keep using those products, we did have to make edits to the menu. Like for example, we would, I'm just gonna give like a, a simple example. Back in the day, we would give pancakes, turkey, bacon, fruit, syrup, and that would be, that would be a, a, a meal. Yeah, and, it, and it's a, um, a huge breakfast. And I, and, I, and I started to realize, you know, once we, we literally had to go and break down each meal and see like, how can we keep the quality but you know, reduce it to a reasonable cost. And what we saw with the breakfast was when somebody makes their breakfast at home, they normally are gonna make 
pancakes and turkey bacon or pancakes and eggs, they're not going to make pancakes, eggs, and cut up a bunch of fruit. Right. They're, they're, they're going to do one, one or the other when it comes to the, 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 um, the, the eggs, turkey, bacon, or the fruit. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we made it to where the breakfast is going to have the, the pancakes and one side. Whether it's turkey, bacon, or whether it's fruit, it's only going to have one out of the two. And that right there, you know, started, you know, helped us save money. We're still giving the customers what they want. Mm-hmm. And, and it was still a, a solid meal, just like they would have if it was a home-cooked meal or, or at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So nobody, nobody lost. And, and that's what I'm talking about, where, where you, can, you can normally find a way to make, to make the customer happy and at mm-hmm. the same time give, give your margin if, you, if you're willing to look hard enough into the, to, to what's going on. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So plug eat clean where everyone can find it. Like, you know, Instagram socials, whether you want to give out the phone number, the website, let, yeah. let people know where they can find it. It's, it's eat clean to go.com to go T O G O.com. Okay. Um, on Instagram, it's get eat clean. Okay. Um, Facebook, it's, um, uh, facebook.com slash eat clean to go. Okay. Again, T O G O. What would you say is, is your, your strongest, uh, social media outlet, you know, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, um, what, what generates the most business for you? I would probably still say Instagram, Instagram, but we're, we're, you know, we, we do a lot of Google ads now. Uh, we, okay. we, we do some, some Facebook ads. We kind of diversified in the, in the marketing and like in the beginning, as I alluded to earlier, it was a lot of just Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. it was Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. But when, when they did the algorithm and models, 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 <laughs> <laughs> when they did the algorithm, we had to, you know, you know, you know, um, change it up. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. So, Okay, so now, okay, so let's say we're three years, four years in, and what's the struggle? Like, did you ever have like a big dip in customers? Like, yo, why is everyone leaving at this time? Like, I would imagine, is it always up and down with, you know, with... Um, it, it, it goes up and down. We never had, a, like, we... Like I, I'm always on on top of, you know, uh, like on top of what's going on, you mm-hmm. know, like even if I'm on vacation, like I'm not the kind of guy, like I go on vacation, I disconnect. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to disconnect. Like mm-hmm. that's not even fun for me. Like, like I got to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not like, I don't be overbearing, right. but I just, you know, like, uh, like I'll just check, you know, um, check in with like the, the main guys, like right. the house of food, stuff like that. So we never had like a, like a serious situation like that. Um, um, thankfully, but we have had, you know, a, a lot of, um, you know, like, like difficult situations. Like if you go back a couple years to, it was during the second year and we're in the, um, second kitchen mm-hmm. and out of nowhere. And this is what happens when you're, when you're renting these shared kitchens, the guy that owns the kitchen says, you know, um, in, in two weeks, you, you guys got to be out of here. We have too many people in here. Um, you, you guys use the most hours. I need hours for other people. You guys got to be out of here in two weeks. At this point, we had nowhere to go, and there's not a lot of um, commercial kitchens in Miami, so it's mm-hmm. it, they're they're very tough to find. So what I did was the first week I looked, and I was able to um to um get get us our own location. So this was gonna be our like own buy kitchen. One. Yeah, but this this was gonna be our own spot. The the problem is is you got to put all the equipment in. But the whole time I'm thinking like, because this guy said this to us a couple times, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be able to talk him out of it, but I'm gonna get this. So two, three months from now, we can move in here because it takes months to get permits, put the ovens in, mm-hmm. et cetera. You know, thankfully we, we were, we were making good money at this point. So we were able to buy the ovens, buy everything, but it takes months to do all that. So at the end of, of the, of that week of that, we had two weeks left at the end of the first week out of that two weeks, he says, he's like, he's like, look, 
I'm not, you know, I, I can't go back on my decision. This is why, you know, I need, you know, I, I, I need the space, you know, I'm using this, you know, whatever it was. But the whole point was, you know, we saw at that point, like, like there's no, you know, like that's it for us here. Right. So at that point, like I'm asking family, friends, whoever for advice, like, you know, like, 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 what should I do? Like, I can't really find, I'm having a hard time finding another commercial kitchen. Like we, we would have one week to, to move in. You know, uh, it, it was, people were giving me different advice. They're like, you know, you got to find another commercial kitchen. No way you'll get it done in a week. And then, you know, my, my dad told me, he was just like, he was like, look, you know, you got to just find a way to get it done. You know, wake up at 6 a.m., you know, go, go to the facility, work there, go to the building department. So for that whole week, I was just getting up at, like, I literally was not sleeping that week. I, I wasn't, I was barely sleeping, no gym, no nothing. Just going to the building, building department. I didn't know anything about the building department. Mm -hmm. Going there, trying to get the permit set up. Getting, I was working with a company that was bringing in the ovens. They were, they helped us a lot in, in that week to get everything um, um, installed. Uh, and then came. It was Friday, so this is. It was Friday of that week. We had to deliver food on Monday, and the fire inspectors came to our location. And if they failed us that inspection, there was no way we were going to get food to the customers mm -hmm. on Monday. You know, we would have been done. Mm -hmm. So they, they came there and um, some of the stuff wasn't, you know, like wasn't right because we were, we were rushing. Yeah. So they, um, um, the, the lady, I was telling her the story, the fire inspector, and she just, you know, she was, she was amazing. She was just like, look, this is not right, but if you can have somebody fix this. And she stayed there an hour longer and she helped us out. And then they... Um, they they approved us last minute. So wow. la yeah, last minute I got to send like like I, I I think I still have it saved. Like I got to send a text to everybody that was working with us back then. Hey, you know we passed an inspection. We're we're um we're I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. You know, and after that moment, I noticed I'm like I'm like hey when there's when there's a stressful situation like me, I'm not scared of no. I'm not worried about stressful situation, disaster mm -hmm. situation. Like I, I can handle all that because I know hey if you're a if you're able to um overcome it. Everybody that works with you, they're they're um, they're gonna appreciate it times ten because they trust you more yeah, too. They're gonna trust you more, and they're gonna know. Hey, then they're gonna want to get behind you because they're gonna know. Hey, this guy, when when we get back into a corner, you know, he's gonna do whatever he can to you know try to yeah. try, try to get us out of it. So you know that we we got we got over that one. That was like the biggest, like the closest we were to ever um, missing. Delivery. Yeah, to like you've a, never a situation. so five years you've never missed like no like like if it's um I mean in, unless we're not allowed like mm -hmm. if they say oh there's a hurricane you're, like oh, the, okay. they tell us you can't deliver like something like that where nobody else can but there's my thing is there's no way the next guy is gonna be delivering and we're not okay. like like if the other person is delivering mm -hmm. we're we're delivering that, too that, that no matter what spirit bro have you ever had anyone try to sue you. Like as far as like maybe someone got sick, how do you deal with? Because it's food at the end of the day. Yeah. You never know how we, someone's we gonna react and blame somebody. You know what I mean? Like we we actually had that for the for the first time uh, about I'll say six seven months ago. Wow! It was it was a a woman. She was she was requesting special meals because she was like it wasn't even part of like our regular meals. Like we would have the chef make her meals special on the side. Mm -hmm. She was paying extra money for them, and she says. You know, she emails us one day, didn't even like call, says like, oh, I got sick. Um, my my lawyer's gonna contact you. We want we want thirteen thousand dollars or else, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take you to court. 
So, so I, I, I tried to reach out to them and say like, Hey, like, you know, what, what got you sick? How do you know it's from us? She was just like, she's like, Oh, um, you know, I think, I think it's from you guys, you know, you guys should pay, you know, you guys are a, um, a company that's all around Miami. You know, I, I'm not able to work for these next three or four days. And I told her, I said, if you go to the, to, to the doctor or the hospital and they confirm, you know, we did anything wrong because I know the protocol we, we, we follow, like it's, it's extremely strict. You know, like we, the food comes out of the oven for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. We, we first temp the food that comes out of the oven to make sure it's the right temperature. Mm-hmm. We, we put it into a, um, a chiller and then into the fridge. Like it's an extremely strict protocol that, mm-hmm. that we have to follow. Um, and, and that everybody should. So I know there's, there's no way something was done incorrect. We have cameras in the kitchen. I reviewed the cameras. Everything was done normal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, bottom line is she wanted, um, you know, $13,000 um, mm-hmm. or she was going to sue us. And, you know, I wasn't going to give anybody $13,000 unless there was a at bare, at bare minimum. You, you, ha- you have to have, you know, doctor's notes, something. Yeah. And she refused to even get a doctor's note. So that's the closest ever. She never actually um, brought us to court. Yeah. But that's the closest, you know, situation with that that we've ever yeah. had. I got Mike Martinez here from Eat Clean. My brother, I've gone to high school together, played basketball together. Um basically Columbia together multiple times. <laughs> that's like our escape, yo. I feel yeah. like that's like the No, it is. You you know, we um you know, we need that sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. just just to get away cuz you know like like for me like I was saying I don't ever like to completely disconnect, but I do like to disconnect to to a certain extent, right? right. You know where I get to, you know, relax, be with, you know, mm-hmm. um you and 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 the rest of our friends and I just, feel like and our just have a getaway. Bro, we're already like, you know, you know, like 12, 13 years out of high school. And I feel like our friends are the same still. Like our circle is still the, the yeah, same. You know what I mean? Pretty much the exact same. That doesn't really happen a lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I mean, with, with, without, like, like without all the people that, that we grew up with, I know for sure there, there wouldn't be no, no eat clean for sure. Because there were so many times, like, like there was times where like, anytime I had a problem, the first thing I did was call our group of friends. Yeah. Like, like, Hey, I, I have a, a bad situation. You mm-hmm. know, two, two delivery drivers called out, you know, can, can you come help? Hold me down. Yeah. And even though I could tell they didn't want to, I, I don't remember any time that one of them told, told me no, you know, right. they, they, they never told me no. They, they always came and, um, and helped, you know, and I always right. remember that. Like if they ever asked me for something, there's no way I'm saying no, you know, right. to, to, you know, pretty much whatever it is. Okay. So now when, when do you decide that we're going to take this to other markets now? When do you decide we're going to go to Orlando, Tampa? Is this like the fourth year? I mean, third year. it's, it's, it, it's probably like a, like a little crazy. There's no, like, I, I didn't like have any like data that like I went off of like, like, Oh, now, you know, we got this many customers. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to, to expand. It's kind of just like, like I was, you know, because I'm always looking how, how can we get, get bigger and more importantly, better. So at that point I was like, you know, we're doing good in South Florida. Let's, let's try to go to Orlando. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we went to Orlando first, the first ever delivery in Orlando, I did it. I did it myself just to see how it would go. I could see that you know, that's something logistically that we could easily do. So we went to um, Orlando in 2017 and mm-hmm. then, and then we did that 2017, 2018 and then 2019 we at, that's when we started going to, to Tampa as well. Okay. And then, and then this year, nobody, nobody even really even knows this yet, but, um, starting November 1st, we're actually doing our biggest, um, expansion ever where we're going to be, if you're not located in Tampa or Orlando, 
we're going to be um, shipping meals to the rest of Florida and the, the, the states, the, the Carolinas, and um, all the way up to um, New York. Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, bro, because I, I'm starting to see meal prep companies ship the food. And, and for me, I was always skeptical about, yo, do I want to eat like delivered food, whether it's in the same market, whether it's South Florida, you know, like whether do I want to eat food that's like cooked two days before and I'm basically eating leftovers. And, and, but when you think of shipping meals, like, you know, to, to other States, I'm seeing a lot of meal prep companies do that. And and that's logistic to do. Like it's, it stays fresh. Everything is still like, you think there's a demand for people that'll that want their food shipped to them? Like, yeah, I mean, they, like years ago, it was it was more difficult and probably wasn't wasn't possible. But nowadays, they have like what what we did. This was a, a huge investment of ours. We invested in this in this machine, mm-hmm. and what the what the machine does instead of having the plastic lid, it seals the um um top of the of, mm-hmm. of the meal. So what it does is that machine removes all the air from inside the meal mm-hmm. and seals it so no air can come in cuz air at the end of the day is is what makes the food come bad mm-hmm. go bad. It's the temperature but it's it's the air that that gets to the to the food. Mm-hmm. So that right there with without adding any preservatives, without adding anything, the shelf life is extended by 2 to 3 days depending on which which item um it is. And then from there it's just making sure the food stays at the same temperature that it would stay in um, in a fridge while it's being shipped. Because at the end of the day, if your food is staying at 39 degrees inside of a package, mm-hmm. or it's staying in the fridge at 39 degrees, what's the difference? Okay. There's no difference. Your food just has to stay at the right temperature. And once you get it, it just has to be able to, to last for the amount of days that, that you're going to eat it. And, and, and that machine, you know, extends the shelf life for us. And, and you know, with, with ice packs and, you know, the, um, the, the packaging that we're going to have, mm-hmm. it's going to stay at, at the right temperature. Something we've been testing for months and months and months. And, um, you know, it's, you know we, we, we hope to be able to roll it out on November 1st. How do you, how do you guarantee that it stays at that temperature throughout, like this is like ground delivered, right? Like if someone orders food in North Carolina, it's not, it's 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 like a FedEx package almost, right? Like is it? Yeah, it, it'll it'll be a um, a FedEx package because what what there? But it'll have the coolers, right? It'll have the ice packs, and it'll just as as long as that box is not. No one touches that box. It'll stay that temperature for. Yeah, you know, I mean, if even people touch it, it'll it'll, it'll stay that temperature. I mean, what what we've done is you you put temperature gauges in the box, mm-hmm. you you ship it to mm-hmm. you know other states, and then when they get there, they you know they open the box and, and we get the feedback on how how cold were the meals when 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 they arrived. And there's also ways that we've done it by just putting a box mm-hmm. into like uh, say for example the weather right now it goes up to 80, 90 degrees, mm-hmm. so you can put it into um, it's not like an oven, but it's like a, it's like these shipping companies have to where you can put a box in the same degree that it is outside for two days. Mm-hmm. And then you take the box out and, or a day, you know, one day, cause we're going to do one day shipping. Mm-hmm. You take it out and you open it and you see what, you know, and it keeps track of the um, temperature. There's a lot of ways, different ways to um, test it. And we've mm-hmm. definitely done, you know, our due diligence on testing it to make sure we're going to keep it at the right temperature. So when you started, when you started eat clean, uh, you know, give a shout out to some of our boys that that were on board with you um, in the beginning processes of. Yeah, the the original original was 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 Mo. You know, f- okay. you know he was you know, s- you know super into fitness, always in the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, so he he knew a lot about you know the, the different health meals and stuff. Okay. And then later on, we had a uh, Dave who he he was a chef. Like when I refer to the to the, to the chef, that mm-hmm. was that that was Dave. You okay. know, he he was you know somebody that helped take us from one point to a whole nother point. 
because you know he was good at organizing the kitchen. He mm-hmm. he did all our recipes in the beginning. So there was Dave, and then there was also um, um, Walcott. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, he was he was one of our friends from back back in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. He he was more he helped on the um, uh, business side. Gotcha. You know, he was helping with emails, helping mm-hmm. you know organize stuff on on the business side. Mm-hmm. So you know those those were the three that that really helped a lot in the in, in the early days. Damn, bro. Let me ask you this: Do you think that because I'm skeptical skeptical about this? Do you think how do you feel about starting businesses with friends? Uh, if if it's if it's your first business. Like if somebody was coming to me and they were and they were saying, "Hey, I'm starting my my first ever business. I'm going to do it with my best friend." Mm-hmm. I would tell them that you know to to try at all costs to stay away from that because w- working with with those with with our friends, there was there was always an issue because I feel like uh, I'll put a lot of blame on myself. It was because mm-hmm. I was I was um, um inexperienced. Mm-hmm. If I were to do it now, it would it would be different because mm-hmm. now you know I'm I, you know I have a little more experience under my belt. I know how to handle it better, but even now I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll prefer to stay away from that if yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah, I've gone through that too. It's tough, like because you want someone you grew up with to be a part of it, right? But, Absolutely. But, but then every because then but then you have two equal egos involved, and in, and in, you know who makes the final decision. You, there's no way to like you know yeah. like I, if you disagree on something, how do you come to an, uh, t- come to terms? You know? Yeah, and and they don't. You know, you, you don't want them, and, and it's almost like you you don't want your friends to kind of look at you like like oh this this is my boss. You know, right, I can't right. I can't say certain things around him. You know, you want them to be your friend. You right. know, at least that's that's what I wanted. Like I wanted just just to you know to, to you didn't to be want my the friendship friend. to get ruined. Yeah, and then but then sometimes like 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 that like that line. You know, it's hard to like mm-hmm. you know walk um, walk that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. We got we got Mike Martinez from Eat Clean. Um, brought in $3 million last year, has 750 customers that he delivers meals to twice a week. And how many employees you said? Well, if, if you include the drivers, the, the, the drivers, it's, uh, it's over 60. Wow. But you know, the, the, um, the, the drivers are, you know, part-time just, you know, they deliver food on, mm-hmm. on Monday and then, and then again on Thursday. But Mike, how many... If you have 25 drivers, right, that leaves you, you know, like, you know, whatever that math is, 35 other employees. What else do they do? What do those 35 employees do? Or, or how many chefs do you have? We have three main chefs. Yeah, we have three only, main chefs. Only three. Then, oh, yeah, oh. Well, three main chefs. Then we have um, prep cooks. We have cooks. And then we have platers who are platers are the ones who once the food is, is cooked and cooled properly, they're putting into the containers closing the the um, containers then, then we have people that come after them and they put it into the cooler bags with um, ice packs so we have we have a, a lot of and then we have you know the office staff the you know customer service how much office sales. staff do you have we have about 12 people in the in the office in the office yeah wow bro yeah <laughs> I remember in the beginning like yo we would just be like like playing ball or something and you'd get a call from like a customer because you would have to answer the phone you'd be like man we can make this all work I promise that like at what point were you like damn bro let me just have someone else answer the phone like we, we had we had a girl who was helping out with um de- uh you know doing demos going to gyms passing out samples and you know she started asking for for more opportunities so mm-hmm. slowly uh, I would I started saying like oh you know can you help me out with the phone on on Mondays because mm-hmm. Monday you know I'll be busy helping out mm-hmm. in the kitchen or whatever and and then like I noticed, okay, she's she's doing good. Let's you know give her Monday and Tuesday, and then it turned into okay, now she answers the phone. 
So it wasn't a thing like just overnight I, you know, pu pushed it away. Everything right. was like was like a, a process. Um, yeah, a gradual process. And then when you start to get to the point where you have people doing these, you know, all all those tasks, then it then it gets to the point where you know you you um you know you you kind of help out a little bit on all those tasks, but you're more supervising it, making sure. Got you. You know the like all our calls are recorded, so I listen to the calls every day, see how you know what's going on, customer feedback, you know, uh, etc. So that's kind of like you know mm -hmm. how it's progressed. Okay, damn. Yo, do you have a customer that has been ordering food since the inception? Like, do you have who's the longest? Do you have like what's the longest running customer you have? We have we have a couple customers that they've been ordering. I'm not, I don't know if it was the, like the very first week, but since like right around there. Wow. And they've ordered, yeah. For five years. Yeah, for five years. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you got to like meet them, right? Like I feel like you got to like, yo, I want to meet you and like give and, you some like. And, and the thing is like they those customers never even call in. Like they just, they, you know, like like we have sp spoken to them. Like I've reached out to them personally, you know, thanking them for, you know, being being loyal clients. Mm -hmm. And they just, you know, they, um, and obviously we have them on, you know, specialized pricing for their, uh, for their loyalty. But they don't, you know, they, they just enjoy the service. They want their food, you know, on time, which we make sure to do. And, you know, they've, they've stayed us, stay with us, you know, this, this whole time, Damn. which we're thankful for each and every one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That's dope. So what's the, what do you see the future of eat clean, bro? What is the next? How do you, how do you expand? You know, I know you're yeah. trying to take those other meal prep. We're not going to mention their names, but you know, you're trying to take them out. How do you stay ahead of the curve? Like what's the, what's the plan? Well, I don't, I don't necessarily, um, want to like, you know, take, take, take any, take any of them out. They can all have, you know, their own lane, but, mm -hmm. but we're, we're definitely trying to, you know, you know, do, do the best we can and get the, the most customers, you know, we, we, we can get and make them as, um, as, as happy as possible. I mean, we, we definitely see ourselves, sh um, shipping to, okay. to other States this, this year and next year opening a, a second location in, um, in another state. Because okay. what 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 my what our whole goal is is that we want to be able to get meals to customers' doorstep, whether it's shipped or local delivery, for under ten dollars. I know that I know that that's a fair, uh, you know, more than a fair price point for the customer that they would be happy uh, with with um, paying, mm -hmm. and then um, also a price where it it would it would work for us if we do certain things. Mm -hmm. So that's that that's our goal is working towards that. Get meals to customers' doors under um, $10, including um, delivery all throughout the um, United States. If, Wait, if the food is not, is the food a part of that $10 or it's just the delivery ten, no, under $10? No, uh, like each meal uh -huh. with delivery included would average out to less than $10. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's what we want. $9.99 or, um, or lower. And is it, you, you deliver three, three meals per deliveries and so that's twice a week, so that's six meals a week? No, we, we, well, we, 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 um, we added different packages because okay. this is, this is what, what I've seen from, from doing this for over five years now is that when we first started, all the meal companies were making you get a minimum of 10 meals a week. I think you've even told me that, Hey, you know, sometimes Thursday and Friday, uh, you know, I'm going out to going out to dinner or whatever. I'm not, I'm not eating the food. So what, what we realize is, is that this doesn't have to be, you don't, when you're getting a meal service from us. It doesn't have to be you're eating all your meals, eat clean. We understand right. you might have lunch meetings. You might want to go with your girlfriend out to eat. So we started um, making packages available where you could order as low as four meals a week, 
six meals a week, eight meals a week. You know, you, you can do where you're only getting meals for, you know, Monday and Tuesday or Monday through Thursday. Yeah. So, so, you know, um, you, you can still eat other, other options. You know, we know we might not be your every single meal option, right? but, but we think it's, it's very convenient and very healthy to include us, to make us part of your, 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 routine. your eating yeah. habit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Cause when I was doing, when I was getting, um, when I was using eat clean, bro, I couldn't, eat as much as I was getting shipped and I felt terrible bro because I would be throwing away bro meals like bro I, w- I would throw away like six meals away in the dumpster and I felt terrible bro you know and it, yeah yeah no I, no absolutely and, and 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 we realized that where you know we it's you know it's it's people and also customers that are ordering six meals eight meals um they they end up staying longer because they're, you know, they're, they're, they get into a routine of eating six or eight meals from us a week, a couple home cooked meals, mm-hmm. go out to eat a couple times, and they, you know, and, and, and they realize that, you know, not every meal has to be healthy, but mm-hmm. we do need, you know, six or eight healthy Moderation. meals a week. Yeah. yeah. Damn. What's your most popular dish? What's the most popular meal, would you uh, say? We, we, we have a few. You know, okay. our, our grass fed uh, beef burger, that's mm-hmm. a, you know, it's like a healthy version of a hamburger, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's a popular one whole wheat lasagna, um, mm. grilled buffalo chicken tenders. We, we, we have a, we, yeah. had, we had a keto menu that came out a couple weeks ago. All those meals are, you know, very popular right now. Yeah, my favorites were always like the lasagna and the pastas and the, and the, yeah. Yeah, the Italian stuff was, was always my favorite. Have you had any like celebrities order your meals? Yeah, I'll see some. Like I, I, I go to our actual kitchen facility at least, you know, four or five days a week. Where's the kitchen at? We it's in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. So so like I when 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 I go by there I'll look to you know I just look over customer list. You know, I I overlook everything. Um, I don't micromanage, but I just you know supervise. Yeah. yeah. So but and, and I'll see I'll see some names on there. You know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention them, but you know names uh, football players, basketball players, um, commentators. Um, Dope. Yeah, you know, different diff- different people from time to time. What's the biggest uh, account you've had where like maybe like you said it was maybe Chambers Gym or like what's the biggest place that you've dropped off the most amount of meals? Like the most profitable single location, you know? Um an accounting firm. This accounting firm, they they're huge. They they have offices all over South Florida and um we would drop at each one of their office for, you know, 50 plus um employees. Wow. Yeah, that was that was a um, a big one. We we've gotten a couple um like that. Mm-hmm. And 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 those ones are, you know, those, you know, those those, those are big orders. Yeah, damn, bro. As far man, you know what it is? I, when I think about like expanding business, especially for like deliver like delivery type things for what you do, I feel like Miami's probably one of the most difficult locations to expand because we're just on the bottom of Florida. Like the, like the closest market, I mean, if you want to count Fort Myers, but you got to go four hours to Orlando. You know what I mean? Could yeah. you imagine if you lived in the Northeast where you have, you know, DC right here, Baltimore right here, Philly right here, Atlantic City right here, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And everything is a two hour drive and you could hit every, all these different markets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's just where I was like, damn, that's- No, I, no, it is. It is um, South Florida. And then also when when you're trying to, to ship any product, mm-hmm. South Florida is a um, tough one because mm-hmm. you're all the way in the bottom, like like mm-hmm. you were um, um, uh, alluding to. So mm-hmm. we're going through that. That's our biggest hiccup right now. You know, we have the food down, we have the packaging down, but it like like people think, you know, hey, you know, you prepare the food, you package it, and then FedEx or UPS comes and picks it up from from your facility. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you you can do it like that and and ship it to people in other states, but that's 
that's the, you know, it, it's going to be hard for you to, to sell it to the, to the customer, to, to make it affordable for the customer at, mm-hmm. at the under $10 price point that I was um, uh, speaking of, mm-hmm. of earlier. So to go around that, you know, we have to get our, our own trucks and we have to take it to their distribution hubs and say Orlando or mm. possibly even Georgia. Like we, we have to be part of the logistic process of shipping the food in order to, um, you know, to get it to customers for a price that they can afford uh, week, week in and week out. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier, where there's always a way to go around to make, to make the product affordable for the customer where it still works for you, but you got to just find that way. Yeah. Because when I was looking at shipping, I, I was thinking like, oh, we're going to package the food. We'll talk to FedEx, UPS, whatever. We'll come up with a good rate. You know, as we ship more, they'll, you know, the rate will get better and they'll come to our facility, pick it up. We don't do anything. And then you realize that if they're, you know, paying a driver to come to your facility, then they're taking it to their distribution center and then they're flying it to wherever mm-hmm. it's going. There's, there's only so low you're gonna be able to get it. Yeah. You know, you have to be part of that process. Like you have to, to bring it to their distribution. You gotta center. cut out the middlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, you have to, and it's tough because it's a whole logistic process, but that's what, that's what, you know, gets me up in the morning. Cause I want to find ways to, you know, I like, I like to take on that challenge, you know, and find ways to make this product as good for the customer as possible and at, at, a, at a price that they feel um, comfortable paying and that they can afford. Mike Martinez, plug plug the socials again for e clean. Plug your yeah. if you want to plug your personal. You know what I mean, ladies. You know, n- n- now we got into his pockets a little bit. If you want to see, you know, if you want to send him a DM, he's available. He takes women on vacation, so just hit him up. Be like, hey, I want to go on one of those vacations, and he'll buy the ticket. Uh, <laughs> plug 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 the socials, bro. So 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 people. We got want- we got get e clean for e clean um, on on Instagram. Uh, Mike Martinez underscore fourteen um, for for my personal. Okay, and then on uh, Facebook com slash eclean to go for um, our uh, our Facebook Instagram. We offer you know discounts and everything on Facebook and and uh, social media as well. You still use um influencers? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who who can you name some influencers that you use right now? Like some of the go tos. Um, some of the go tos we have uh Valeria. Larry okay. Orsini, she's she she's a friend of mine. She's she's been with us for she's another one been with us for years. You know that's that that's one that I definitely need to give a shout out to. I don't know how I forgot about her. She um you know when 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 she got with us, we you know we we sent her an email. We were nothing at this point in time. Like we didn't have money to give to her or anything. She was you know she just said like hey you know you know send me the meals. Um, let me taste it. If I like it and something I can see myself consistently eating, you know, I would, I would, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll work with you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we sent her the the food and she was willing to work with us. You know, and we told her, you know, we, you know, we're a company that we know we're not at the size of the businesses that you promote, um, the other businesses at that point. Um, but she worked with us anyways and been been with us for you know three four years already. You know, we have um, um, uh, uh, Cassie Davis. She's she's one that's that's been around for a couple years now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, I, I, I don't talk to the influencers directly, uh, anymore. Okay. Um, so I don't, I, I don't have the rest of them on top of my head, but they're, they're ones that I've, you know, seen post, uh, lately. Dope, dope. Well, there it is. My brother, Mike from E-Clean. I appreciate you pulling up, bro. Supporting the podcast. No, I appreciate you having me. Bomb. Um.